On today's episode, I am going to be sharing things you can implement in your life for free. These things are absolutely free that you can do every day to help you live your life fully alive. Welcome to the Living Alive Podcast. I'm Autumn Shields, a master connect coach, speaker, author, and serial entrepreneur. And most importantly, your hostess here to help you live your life alive. See, I believe we all have the ability to feel and be guided by life's nudges to live on purpose. So I'm inviting you to take this journey with me. Whether you were here just wanting to dip your toe in the water and see what this is all about, or maybe you were ready to dive deep. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. On this show, you'll hear powerful life-changing stories from thought leaders of all walks of life that are stirring things up. We will guide you on living your life fully alive how to identify the nudges, and why living a healthy lifestyle actually makes a difference. So get ready to be inspired, challenged, and connected, because it's your time to make a splash. So we are going to dive in, and I'm going to give you 12 things to help you live your life fully alive. And the best part is they're free. So if you have not listened to last week's episode, it's important that you do that first because we go over 10 areas that could possibly be holding you back or where you're kind of stuck not being able to live your life fully alive. And I promised you 10 things that you can implement daily to feel fully alive. I actually came up with 12. So the best part of these you guys is that it's free and these are simple. The other thing is, is I think that sometimes we look for that magic pill or we look for that big thing to help us live fully alive. And I have found personally that it's the small things, but that because it is simple and sometimes because it is small, it's easy not to do it. It's easy to say those things are too simple. So before I dive into these 12 things, we did hit on a few like heavier things that could be holding you back, such as trauma or health issues on last week's episode. And so if that is the case, if those are areas that you kind of like, oh, you know what? I actually... I'm stuck because of these and I'm really feeling bad and it triggered something, please know that always reach out to a professional, whether it's a professional therapist or counselor or um, hotline. Just if you, if something is, feels completely overwhelming to you, that reaching out for professional help is absolutely okay. It's amazing to me, regardless of where you're listening to this from. Um, I'm American actually living in Belize for the winter and by the way, there's tons of construction going on. So if you hear that, please forgive me and thank you for your understanding. But I wanted to get this episode out. But um, in the US, it's amazing how we reach out to professionals in all other areas of our life. But for some reason, mental health is still looked down upon or it's awkward. Like you reach out for help for a professional, which is crazy to me because to me, it's the most important area that you should gain professional help in. But that is just a note before we dive into these 12 tips on things that you can implement every single day. So the first one being gratitude, and it seems so simple and people think, oh, gratitude is a nice thing to do. Gratitude is not a nice thing to do. There's so much more important things about gratitude. The first thing is you can either write it or say it. I think it's better if you either say it out loud or you write it down. But what happens is it actually releases dopamine and dopamine is kind of our reward chemical. It makes us feel a feeling of reward. And when you think about how do I get that dopamine going in our bodies to really feel better, 
is dopamine's awesome. And so we know that gratitude, like scientifically, when we express gratitude, it can be as simple as I'm having a great hair day or I, um, I made an awesome smoothie and I love it. Whatever it is, it's something simple. It can be literally like I woke up today or it can be something very specific. Like I'm so thankful that I have a supportive partner, whatever it may be. But three things is awesome to get your day started. And, or when you're feeling like, oh, like the other day, I just was feeling like, I don't know why, but I was just agitated and not happy. And it's okay. We all feel like that. Right. But I immediately, we can change how we're feeling instantly by um, expressing gratitude. So just try it if you have not. The second thing we hear this all the time too, is movement. I want to explain this. You don't have to do a workout if you want to, you can, but any kind of movement rather it's walking or just getting up and doing 10 jumping jacks or 10 push-ups, but it actually releases endorphins and endorphins is like our natural pain reliever, which to me is kind of odd when you're not healthy and you, you know, would like to be able to move. And then you aren't able to move and therefore don't have endorphins. So I know when I've been sick long periods of time, I know I need those endorphins and it's hard to get if I'm not moving, but it releases symptoms of stress and anxiety immediately. And so a lot of times I'm just, when I'm feeling absolutely agitated or upset about something, literally going for a walk, like a five minute walk changes everything. And it's so funny how we say like, oh, just take a walk, go for a walk. No, really just do it because it immediately changes things. And I can sit around and like stew it for, you know, 20 minutes or two days or whatever. So just do that. And if you are having health issues and, or even not part of movement is also doing breath work and breath work does not just mean taking deep breaths. And again, I think it's one of those things that are just kind of put off, like, you know, because people say like, take a breath. And I don't like that. I don't like to be told to, you know, calm down or relax or take a deep breath. But it is so important to learn breath work. And if you have not explored breath work, there's so many free things you can find even on YouTube about breath work. But uh, I have a lot of first responder friends that have learned actually through treatment, the breath work is what keeps them going and grounds them. And so breath work is used in so many different fields right now. And I wish we were taught it when we were younger, but breath work can really, really help release those endorphins also. Number three is to give a compliment to somebody else. And a lot of times I'm feeling, when I'm feeling down, I feel like it's almost like I want to receive something. Well, sometimes we don't get that, right? And so one way we can kind of get outside of ourselves or those, to me, it's like four walls or, you know, that feel like they're closing in or get out of our own mind is just to compliment somebody. It can be something simple. It's like, oh my gosh, I love that shirt. What happens is when we make other people feel good, it's contagious and it comes back to us. And so it can be a sincere, um, of course, you want it to be sincere. Like I like, you know, your shirt and, or maybe just reach out and text somebody something very sincere or something that you haven't told somebody in a long time, but you just want to tell them and um, encourage them. And so give a compliment and watch what happens. It's pretty awesome. Number four is to laugh. Now we know serotonin makes us, you know, happy. It's kind of the happiness chemical. And it releases and it determines like really our mood. So serotonin, we know is super important. And we think about, okay, how do we release serotonin? People talk about whether it's movement, laughing is an awesome way. And when I'm not in a great mood or I'm feeling down or discouraged, it's hard to laugh. But actually, if you fake laugh, your body doesn't know the difference between fake laugh and real laugh. Your body believes it's actually laughing. And so your mood moves there. 
So a lot of times I'll just count to 10 and try to fake laugh. And usually by the time I get to like five or six, I'm actually laughing because I'm actually feeling silly for doing it, but it doesn't matter because it causes me to laugh. And, or I, in my brain, I switch the channels to, instead of like just feeding it with more negativity or stewing about something, I actually watch something, whether it's a comedian or a show, just something that I know is going to make me laugh and kind of pull me out of that funk. So these are just things that our body needs to release that serotonin. Now there's recent studies. It's actually been around for a long time, but it's coming out to the public more that serotonin is not something that we focus on in our brain. Like if we don't have enough serotonin, what to do? They're actually doing direct correlation between gut health and serotonin because we know our gut, they say is the second mind. Maybe it's the first, but um, as science is moving further and further along, it's really important to understand gut health too, because believe it or not, just what we're eating can cause depression and anxiety and, or make us feel sluggish. And we think it's something else, but a lot of times you guys, we just have to check our gut. So do your research on it. It's fun to dive into that research. Number five, again, it's so simple, you guys, but I promise it works is that if you listen to your favorite playlist, now I didn't put together a playlist for a long time, but I just put my favorite like five or six songs on a playlist. And when I hit the play button, it is impossible for me to stay in a, you know, in a, in a funk or in a place where I'm just not doing that well, because I either start moving or dancing or smiling or singing or something. So it's just that upbeat music. I really limit my exposure to outside noise that I don't want to hear, such as, you know, the news, what people call the news anymore, or negativity, or when I'm around people that just complain a lot, I really try to just limit that because I know how it affects me. But something as simple as just uplifting music really, really helps. Number six is to just change your scenery. This, it can be anything from driving a different way home, walking on a different street than you normally walk. It just changes our perspective. Going to a different coffee shop to work out of um, versus the one you always do. Or of course, take a vacation if you can. Sometimes when we just get out of that normal thing of that routine, it helps us with perspective. And a lot of times our perspective is just stuck. And when we can change our perspective, we're like, you know what? It's not that bad. Or I can change this and this will change that, whatever it may be. So you guys just change it up. A lot of times that routine just sets in. So change your scenery. Number seven is self-affirmations. Now, what I find about self-affirmations is you can say them and you can write them. But if you remember what we hear, we believe. And so I actually will take my phone and I record on voice memos, self-affirmations. And if you don't have a good self-affirmation, message me somehow and I will get them to you. And I'll actually try to get them as a freebie on my um, website so you can go there and actually just download it and then come up with your own. And if you have not visited my website, autumnshields.com recently, I have some freebies on there under resources to help guide you and you know, whether it's book resources or different meditations, things like that, that you can download for free. So I'll make sure I do my affirmations there too. But I am statements like I am powerful. I am friendly. Whatever you want your self affirmations to be, they can be very short. They can be very, you know, long. But if you listen to that, you have to remember we can retrain our mind to think those things. And we can't wait for outside sources to do that for us, to build our confidence. That's an inside job. And so one way I do that because that negative thinking comes up a lot faster than positive usually. So those self affirmations really help. Number eight, do one thing a day that scares you. 
And I love that quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. And very early on in my business, I thought, you know what? I can't do this. It just, you know, the big things seem too big. And somebody gave me that on a magnet. And I thought, you know what? It's just one thing a day, like one thing. And I didn't even have to do anything in my business that scared me. I'd practice other things to just stretch myself a little bit. And I'd recognize this scares me. And you know what? I just started practicing it. And then the big things didn't seem that big. So just do one thing that scares you every day. Do not get in your comfort zone. Nothing exciting happens in your comfort zone. It all happens outside of your comfort zone. The exciting stuff, the magic, the better you happens outside of your comfort zone. So don't stay in your comfort zone. Number nine is just reach out to someone that you love or maybe that you need encur- uh, that they need encouragement and just say hi. A lot of it, we're so disconnected or we're just texting. We're not calling or stopping by each other's houses anymore. So just reach out to somebody. Um, I have a good friend, Rhonda Lewis. And once in a while, I get a text from her that just says, hey, I think you're an amazing woman. You know, you're so powerful or you influence people. Whatever she says is like, really? Like, why is she thinking about me today? Just the, the fact that you're thinking about somebody means something to them. And then she's just an encourager. Like, I actually have a better day because I get this text and I think, how amazing is that somebody's thinking about me and just encouraging my day? And so thank you for that, Rhonda. But I want to do more of that for other people because sometimes we think these things about other people, but we just don't tell them. So reach out and just connect with a family member. Maybe you haven't talked to in a while or a friend and just say something positive to them that you're thinking about them or that you hope that they have a good day, whatever it is. And it's amazing how that makes us feel when we do that. Number 10 is to practice mindfulness. This is something that I've struggled with probably because I have ADHD, but practice mindfulness simply means to be present and mindful about what you're doing. So I practice this with something as easy as doing dishes. When I'm doing dishes, I am thinking about 15 other things than doing dishes. So I will practice when I'm doing dishes, I'm washing the cup and I stay with the cup and I practice how long I can do that to be mindful of what I'm doing and to be present. Because when I can practice on those things, then I can practice when I'm with people that I'm connecting better, that I'm mindful of my choices, that I'm mindful of my behavior, uh, mindful about how I'm spending my time. And so it's just a good way to practice mindfulness. Number 11 is to volunteer your time. And when I say your time, time is to me the most important thing you have, right? And so when you give that away, it's a big deal. And so thank you for your time listening to this podcast. Thank you for your time and everything that you do. Now, I have volunteered doing things because somebody's asked me to, or I wanted to chip in, help out, be part of the team. Maybe it was for my son's classroom or something like that, but it's not like a really a deep passion for mine, right? So we might volunteer and do things like that. But when you volunteer for a cause that's important to you, there is something that happens inside of us. We get outside of our self. So we get outside of our mind and our own you know, whether it's those four walls or our own experiences, but we really can dive into helping whether it's it's a cause or animals or people, whatever it may be, is that there's something inside of us that I believe that we are supposed to give of ourselves, not just money, not just whatever it is, is that it's our time. And when I see people suffering in certain ways, I think if they would just get out maybe of their own suffering and go volunteer that it kind of brings us out and it just changes that perspective. And to me, it helps us learn our own abilities. It it, it teaches me more about me. And it just gives me a better understanding of how other 
people live or other causes that are out there that are super important. And so figure out what cause really means something. And you know what? You might not be able to volunteer on a regular basis. You might be too busy, but maybe it's once a year. Maybe you can go and volunteer, whatever that is, is just to make sure that we're living outside of ourselves. Because I promise it will make you feel amazing doing these things. And number 12, um, this is um, last but not least, this is probably the most important to me is having a spiritual practice. To me, that's worship and prayer. To you, it might be something different. But I notice when I am off track with these things, I am not grounded. I am not my joyful self. And so to me, it's um, how I am guided and uh, my choices and how I live. And so to me, it's just is one of those practices that, again, it's easy to say, you know what, I don't have time for that or I don't know. But to me, it's like any other relationship. When we um, take the time to do these practices um, and connect in a way that um, is easy to not connect, it's easy not to do these things, it makes such a huge difference. So these are 12 things that you can absolutely do for free that you can implement. And I would love to hear feedback on if you just implement one or two of these things, how does that feel to you? I mean, what changes and did you notice in your own life? So I would love to hear from you and highlight some of those. I won't use your name if you want me to be confidential, but I'd love to highlight some of those. And um, again, thank you so much for your time today. And I hope these tips help you live your life and where you feel fully alive. Thank you for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed today's show. And remember, good friends don't keep great messages to themselves. So keep the ripples moving and share this episode with your friends. Also, wherever you listen to podcasts, please take a moment to review or download this episode. I would love to connect with you. Regardless of where you're at on your journey, maybe you're feeling like you can't set sail or maybe you're out there rocking the open seas. Find me at autumnshields.com or on social and say hello. If you would like a complimentary coaching sesh, all you have to do is click on Let's Connect and let me know three things you would like to get out of the conversation and we will make it happen. So make today the day you decide to live your life alive and leave room for the unimaginable. So until next time, keep following the nudges.